Hey, I'm Lucia, and today we're sitting down with Molly, and we're going to be talking about, I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but it's going to be good, so stay tuned. Every day I ask myself, what am I doing to live my best life? Lifelong Learning and Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Three Pines Leadership. Here's your host, success coach, teacher, and mediator, Molly Doris. Welcome to this episode of what's come to be known as The Pod. Today, I called up my best friend, Lucy, to talk about the challenges life throws our way and how following your passions can help you overcome anything life throws at us. What a perfect topic for International Women's Month. Come, let's listen. So, Lucy, who are you and what do you do? Well, I'm a work in progress, which sounds uh, trite, but is true. And I work in a testing center for a college where I convert materials into other formats for students with disabilities. Tell us about what your journey has looked like getting to this point in your life. A series of stumbles. (laughs) But I I managed it, and I I think that uh, it all went pretty well. My journey has looked like my own. I was about to say a tough one, but I was thinking, "Mm, well, tough is is comparative. So really, my journey has just been uh, a lot of um, overcoming things, like everyone, that uh, I felt that I should be doing and a lot of pressures that people put on themselves. So I should be thin, I should be uh, more successful, I should be smarter and more social, and I should have perfect hair, because who has split ends these days with Pantene Pro-V? So Not a product placement. um, (laughs) But I I think that um, my... My journey has been unconventional because instead of uh, falling into those failures and letting them define me, I ended up embracing them and letting them become the things that made me realize I was able to overcome anything because I was able to overcome those. Once you've been through what you've decided is the hardest point in your life, everything else seems easy because you've already been through the worship. Wow. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. So being a boss, what challenges have you had to overcome? What lessons have you learned? I am not confrontational. Uh, and I think that that's true of a lot of women because uh, we aren't, we don't get the practice. Practice makes perfect and it's true. And we just don't get a lot of practice in, in those boss roles. So, uh, so the challenge that I have had to overcome was, was finding a way to deal with conflict that was my own and that felt very natural to me. And at first everything felt unnatural, but (laughs) as I I said, practice makes perfect. Uh, so I, I think that the lesson that I learned was, uh, to really listen to how I would want to be spoken to and also to listen to my own empathy because I think women in boss positions feel as though they can't uh, embrace their empathy when dealing with conflict resolution. And I think that's one of our strengths. Um, And not 
generalize. I know that all women are different, but certain socialization does mean that we have things in common. And I think that that's one of those things is learning how to embrace empathy as a tool for dealing with conflict instead of railroading people. Absolutely. So how has this made you stronger? I, I, I think it's, it's made me more well-rounded, which always makes one stronger because a sphere is extremely strong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I, I think that it, it makes anyone stronger to uh, push outside that comfort zone and learn a new skill, especially when it's a skill that you're going to use multiple times in life. Uh, now that I know how to deal with conflict in a way that is correct for me, now I can deal with conflict on multiple fronts that is correct with me, not only at work, uh, but in mm. social relationships. And and that's that's really improved a lot of social relationships because now instead of internalizing something, I can be honest with that individual, not to a fault, not to to, you know, to a point where I mention every single little niggle, but to the point if something's really bothering me, I'm able to step out and say it and say, you know, I'd, I'd like to address this so that we can move past this and be the, be the friends that I know that we're supposed to be. And I think that that's, that's made me a lot stronger. Awesome. So tell us about your learning journey and why is it important to keep learning? I think that it's important to keep learning because, well, for me, it's effortless. I love learning. Uh, I love all kinds of learning, uh, even even the academic kind. But for <laughs> some people, it's difficult. Uh, and I would say broaden your definition of what learning is. Because learning is any new skill that you acquire, anything that you feel like you want to be good at. If it's um, the newest Let's Go Pokemon, not an ad, um, then that's, that's you know, you, you just learned something. Maybe you learned how to use that console in order to play that game, but mm. you learned something and uh, you had a passion for something. You got excited about something enough that you developed a new skill and no skill is ever useless. Uh, you just have to find the right way to use it. So I, I think that um, learning is important because it it keeps you you uh, in, in a way that um, just following the same patterns, eventually you lose yourself. Uh, eventually you just become a shadow of, of, you know, the things that you used to be and then you wonder why you're unhappy. If you keep learning, you keep redefining yourself and you keep knowing who you are. What does it mean to follow your passions? <laughs> uh, side note to the audience, uh, I was in women's sexual health. So when I hear the word passions, I know what it means to follow your passion. <laughs> but what does it mean to follow your passion? Uh, it, it means that you get really really excited about something to the point where the fears do not overcome the excitement. Uh, it, it means that um, you, you have all of those hesitations, all of those same hesitations that you normally have for anything else. Uh, and you just fly by them like they're effortless uh, in, in a way that you don't for other things. Um, you know, you might think that, 
you absolutely hate writing essays and you don't have a passion for it. But when it comes to doing a presentation, you're like, I got this. Uh, and I think that following your passion means, means finding that thing that you're excited for and then letting yourself be excited for it, really going for it and not undermining the fact that just because you're excited about that, that doesn't mean that it's useless because we often do that. We say, Hey, I have a passion for this, but it's just a hobby. No, no. It's just a hobby. Yeah. We discount ourselves a lot, even though we're incredibly skilled in different areas and we don't think about how we can apply the transferable skills of our passion and, and hobbies into into real work. The creativity I connect with when I'm making quilts is the same creativity that I tap into when I'm creating uh, documents and presentations for my employees, for example. And I think that we don't feel as though we deserve our passions sometime. Like, mm, yeah. I, I didn't do my homework this weekend, so I I don't deserve to really enjoy this. And even though I'm going to do it, I'm going to sit down and watch Netflix. I feel uncomfortable about it. I'm going to punish myself in my head the entire time that I'm doing it. No, that is not the way that you you relax and enjoy your passion. If your passion is film and you really enjoy following someone's character arc, you feel those emotions with them. That That is a passion. Like maybe you should be doing something that has something more to do with storytelling because you you should not say that I don't deserve to enjoy this because I didn't do everything that I should be doing. You always deserve to enjoy something. You you actually don't just deserve it. You have an obligation to your own life to enjoy the things that you enjoy. Because yeah. if you're living for your own happiness, then no one else is going to and you're wasting time. So live live for your passion, live for those things that you enjoy. You deserve them. You don't, you, you don't have to punish yourself for not doing everything you should be doing. Yeah. And that idea of punishing yourself for following your passions connects back to something we talked about a few episodes ago. Actually, we had a guest on Jacob Logel and we were talking about keeping your brain healthy as you age. And his challenge to the, to our listeners was to try something new, to switch it up so that you're, you're keeping your brain engaged. And I can you're, you're making it really clear that we're our own barrier to that very simple way to stay healthy. All right. So you've experienced a lot in your life, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of challenges. What have these experiences taught you about yourself? They've taught me that inside I must have an iron core because <laughs> wrapped around like just a heart of squishy marshmallow. Um, but I, I realized that you have to be extremely strong and that life is not going to look like what you thought that it was going to look like. Um, you have to be comfortable with change and it's always going to be uncomfortable at first to form a new habit, like being comfortable with change, <laughs> but you have to force through it. And if you force through it, you're going to find that you're a lot stronger and more capable and that you like yourself a lot more than you thought you did. So true. On your journey through life, what is one super important lesson that you've learned? Um, to, to follow your strengths, because if you push yourself into doing something that um, you're, you're, you're not, 
passionate about, you you're proficient at. You might have have learned all of the the skills, but you're never going to be uh, good at it because it's what you should be doing rather than what you want to be doing. Then you're you're never going to be happy with your life. Uh, so I think that if you consider all of your strengths, ask other people what your strengths are as well, because yeah. like people like complimenting their friends and we don't get the opportunity to that much. Molly, you're amazing. I love the fact that you're doing this podcast. I would be terrified to get on the air in a capacity as a host and you do it splendidly. And I love getting to say that to you because I care about you and I want you to acknowledge how wonderful you are. And I think that other people want to acknowledge their friends. So ask your friend, what are my strengths? What do I get really excited about? When your friend says, you get excited about this, take them seriously and follow that excitement, follow that passion, get some perspective from other people and then use it. So true. And man, does it feel good to be complimented. Thank you. You're oh. welcome. <laughs> That's better than a morning cup of coffee. so lucy we've talked about things that have happened in the past we've talked about your journey so what's next for you i'm thinking about taking more risks in my professional life because i've always been that person who if you keep your head down and you hustle and you work your butt off then maybe you're going to get that promotion in a couple of years maybe try to get yourself in with the boss, that, that conventional way of moving up the ladder. And I realized that, um, I'm 29 by the way. And for people who are, who are my age, who are kind of in that, in that weird middle section of, of employment right now, uh, you don't get as many opportunities to advance, even if you are smart. And even if you do, take your job so seriously, it's your life. Even if you work your butt off at it, um, it, it's not always going to be fair how things shake down. And so you have to create your own opportunities and that's going to involve taking your own risks and betting on yourself. So what's next for me, I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to come up with those things that, uh, follow my strengths and I'm going to do them. And I'm sure that, uh, if I can convince Molly to get me back on this podcast once I'm doing them, uh, that that's the excellent point that I'll plug them. But <laughs> you are welcome back any, any time you want. Sounds good. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lucy. It's been great to have you here. <laughs>